friend and he's listening to the radio, they're playing old school music. And the reason they did that is because like, if you were actually going to do a real Truman show, you would want public domain music. So you don't have to pay licensing fees. Ah. <laughs> so just that little fucking realism in there is awesome. And then he said, I once felt like I was in the Truman show and I was like, well, if Jordan's in on it, I'm in on it. Everybody's in on it. Don't be, don't be hurt. My job. He's so fucked up. I would like to see like some fan fiction about Truman after he leaves, you know, just to see what he does, how his life is. Not a movie. I don't need a movie or a TV show. You just want fanfic? You want somebody else to think of it for you? And not for me. Just you know, there's better writers out there than I. I'd like them to explore that. You could, you could just be an idea man, though, and somebody else could. What do you want to happen, Matt? I wonder. I mean, I just want to see, like, where do you go first? Like, it's he'd want to go to Fiji. You leave the yeah, right? Exactly. Like, you'd want to see all this shit that you were told about that you never saw. I imagine you go see that girl first. Yeah, and then they'd go to Fiji and then get like some sort of disease. And isn't it kind of the knowledge that she has about his life? Like, it's you can't everyone start a relationship like that, you know. I was thinking about, like, dude, like, they all watch him have sex, you know, play with himself. Grow up. Grow up. All, like, all the embarrassing stuff going through puberty. He Uh, goes and, he goes and becomes a cop and raises three black sons. (laughs) (laughs) God, dude. That are fucking geniuses. That are fucking, yeah. (laughs) That movie is so good. I was so. I love that movie. I was so heartbroken. You were so what, Mike? I just felt so bad for him at the beginning when you find out that, yeah. Like, oh, my God, imagine that. Imagine that. Oh, she'll be in Blubber, all right. Just as soon as that free willy. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, oh, my God. Great cast, though. Yeah, right? The guy who plays, like, the bad cop is a bad guy in every movie. His name's Chris Cooper, and he's always so good. That name sounds familiar. He was, um, he was the bad, like, he was the mean dad in American Beauty. Hmm, okay, yeah. I think he was also, like, the bad guy in the Firstborn movie. I need to watch those again. I've only actually seen the first one. I I remember the first time I realized Jordan was smarter than me, he told me that the scene... In the third one, actually took place in the second one. And I was like, What are you talking about? And he's like, Timeline is not linear. And I was like, What is linear? <laughs> and I argued with him up and down. He was like, No, you're wrong. Just go watch them in order and you'll see what I'm talking about. Fuck. You didn't understand the concept of flashbacks that? <laughs> I just thought that the scene was different. But it was just Matt Damon's chin and his bloatedness. Yeah, they may have reshot the scene, but at least my reading of it, and I could be completely wrong. Like I've said multiple times on the show, I don't know shit. I think you were right. No, you were right. I I think that there's some overlapping in the timelines between two and three, and that scene when he's on the roof looking at them in the office is the same occurrence that they use twice (laughs) and show different parts of the conversation in three versus two. I'm pretty sure that's a flashback in three. But again, 
I, no, it, it is. <laughs> I looked it up on Wikipedia and I was dead wrong. Oh, okay. I haven't, I haven't seen them in years. That's actually, that's a series of movies that I need to see again. The, I remember watching the first one with my dad. I was maybe 10 years old. And it, the pen stabbing it, with the first guy, that was, that was one of the gnarliest things I ever had seen in my life. Like the dude swinging in into the into the window, you know that was cool and everything. But the pen stabbing made me want to throw up at like ten years old. At that point in my life, oh, that, yeah. that may have been the most yeah. violent thing I'd ever seen. Um, and and the action was so fast and and fluid, like you could besides the movie Hardball, what was happening? Hardball, with, dude! Oh my with, god! With that, is that, that, is that the, the baseball movie? Yeah, yeah. Kid, going to the ship. Uh, oh my god, dude. singing Big Papa, corny ass scene, and then <laughs> uh, and then the kid dies, and then they resurrect him. They no, what happens? No, they win they, the big game. They win the big yeah. They win the big game. <laughs> did you just say they resurrect him? No, they do not resurrect no, him. That's they didn't not... reanimate a dead child. No, <laughs> that is not what happened. <laughs> <laughs> no it's dude the, born... the new new testament yeah <laughs> the new new testament where they reanimate the corpses of dead children um <laughs> i mean what was the message of that movie and pay it forward you do the right thing like your son will get stabbed and your son dies if <laughs> Pay it forward, I don't well, even remember the plot of. I just know that it's a fucked up movie. It was some kid who is a... I don't even know I what remember his, his mom slaps the shit out of him at one point. Kevin Spacey touched him. All that I remember from that movie is that his mom slaps the shit oh. out of him. Is she abusive? I thought she was like a good no. mom. No, she's she, a pretty good mom, but she she, she breaks at one point. No, she, no, she <laughs> one slap. Alcoholism. One yeah. slap. It was one slap. But it was, whew. yeah. To the it backhand, was, it was like no. a full, like full caps Helen Hunt slap. Is that Helen Hunt in that movie? That movie. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Honestly, she looked amazing in that movie. Yo, it does. She was, she was glorious. Come on, tell them. I Hunt. need to. I'm not going to, but I, I need to rewatch that one because I don't remember much. I just remember the scene where he gets stabbed, and I was like, oh, that came out of nowhere. Well, that's the thing is like Helen Hunt and um, what's the kid's name again? Uh, the actor. Haley Joel. Osmond. Haley Joel. Osmond. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was that. It was <laughs> the, the Sixth Sense kid. I knew it was the Sixth Sense kid, but I couldn't remember his name. Not anymore. He was getting Well, worked, he kind of, he, he was in the season of Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. Dude, that blew my mind when, when that was revealed to me that that yeah. was him. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? There's no way that's him. It was just chunky, like another version of dead people. Yep. It was just the fat version of and Russ bearded Hammond's character, or like a different, a reimagining of. <laughs> he's just the same kind of. Oh, he always played you know, the same character. Yeah. As a kid, I remember the trailer for Pay It Forward. It was like him standing in front of the class, and he's like, "These are three people, and I'm going to help them, and then they're going to help three people, and so on." And, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is actually kind of cool." And then he gets stabbed. Again, I don't remember that part. I just remember his mom slaps the shit out of him. What else was Haley Joel Osment in? Yeah, he gets stabbed with a pocket knife. Like these kids are like playing Foursquare or something. 
and it Wait, goes I'm alive. sorry, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Dude, I'm going to watch that now, and it's going to be so disappointing when those kids aren't playing Foursquare. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the deleted scene in Rudy, where instead of his friend pushing him out of the way when the explosion happens, the explosion happens, and then Rudy pushes him into it. Because in that in that version, I'm sorry. In that in that version, it's not his brother that takes his girlfriend; it's that guy. Oh, what? okay. Wait, is this like a is this like a deleted scene that they just changed? This everything? was like they just they had to change the story arc because the the company or whatever, like the the studio was like, dude, this is like what this is not that kind of movie. What? <laughs> like, why? Did, why did you guys do this? Like, what? We didn't. This isn't what we gave you this money for. Okay. And then they're like, okay, like either we're shutting down production or you have to reshoot these scenes and change the story arc because nobody is going to... He'll No he, way. You, <laughs> this can't be... <laughs> you can't have the hero of this film be a fucking murderer. <laughs> so I, I remember it as... <laughs> His friend died in a smelting plant, right? Yeah, they're working together. And... <laughs> yeah, and there's an explosion, and he gets launched off of, like, a two-story <laughs> balcony. Yeah, he's like, Rudy! And then, like, he saves him, and then he dies. Fucking dies. And what you're saying is... <sighs> in the, the explosion <laughs> happens first. Rudy anticipates it. sees his chance. And, you know... Can you show me the look in his eyes when he decided it's time? This is my chance. The look in his eye. Ah, uh, you cucking motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> and then the most the most fucked up thing is that after his the girlfriend who was with that guy ends up with the brother again. Brother cucked. Like the brother, they the brother consoles her after that dude died. And the weird thing is, Rudy still wears the jacket that the guy got him. The entire film. <laughs> That's fucking. It's, please, some. If you are on the airwaves and you make movies, this is what America needs. Right we need now. this movie. We that would be this. such a better. Like Rudy is one of my all-time favorite movies. I haven't seen it in probably fifteen years, though. I'm not gonna lie. It's been forever yeah. since I've seen that movie. It used yeah. to be on cable all the time. Like I used to be the biggest Notre months. Dame football fan. You were. I had, you had that, that I jacket. I had that jacket. I you had, had the same, jacket. Same jacket. I remember that. I was. Jealous. How did you get that jacket? Did you push someone into a smelting pit? Uh, no. Um, we got it from a surplus store. Nice. No, that's where it is. The line from the movie is they got it from a damn. The got it from a surplus store. store. All right, you got me. Yeah, that's uh, chalk went up for me. That's a rare, rare time that I'll get a movie quote that Matt doesn't know. That's a pull. That's a good pull. He hands it to him in a brown paper bag. That's how my uh, my mom gave it to me for Christmas when she got it. Uh, nice. Was she trying to remake? Like, yeah. Live oh the yeah. Scene? Oh yeah. She knew it was my favorite movie. She knew that I loved Notre Dame. Yeah. Nice touch, mom. It was a good, good job, mom. That was my Christmas gift. It was great. Fantastic. It's awesome. Uh, dude, wasn't Haley Joel Osment in AI? Yes, he was. Who is that? Steven Spielberg. It was. Spiel, I've actually never Spiel seen Boy. that. Has anybody seen that? No, I haven't. I don't think it's pronounced, it's pronounced Spielboig. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and why? And why is it pronounced like that, Michael? Personal. The Boston. Okay. 
field bike. Right. That, yeah. Boston. Boston. That's what he's. That's that's yeah. That's what I'm going for. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> he's going Boston. Sure. Accent. We'll 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 go with Boston. <laughs> sure. We'll go with Boston. Yeah. Holy oh, shit! No fuck. Okay. So do you guys know the do you guys know the games Kingdom Hearts? Yes. Haley Joel Osment is is the yeah. voice actor for the main character in that game. No. We've never known. <laughs> what the key? fuck? Yeah. Dude, that kid got so much work. <laughs> Tons of work. Tons of work. I'm going through his, his Wikipedia right now. Um, he's, it's an extensive Wikipedia. Holy shit. Just Jesus. to bring it full circle, ladies and gentlemen, um, of the pod, boys. Um, mm-hmm. Jerry Goldsmith, yes. the man who did the soundtrack for Broody, also did the soundtrack for Congo. So we're back. Shut the fuck up. Yes. We're all back. We're Shut all the fuck back. up. Are you kidding yeah, me? Dude. Oh, yeah. That's, I love it. Did. My mind is. I had that. It's gone. You know what? I thought that that name sounded familiar because I have Congo in my, in my library on, on my phone, obviously. But I, Apple Music? Yeah. It's on there. <gasps> oh, dear. Yeah. Um, and yeah, when I was a kid, I had the Rudy film soundtrack as well. And I thought that the name sounded familiar because that was like around the time I had my first iPod. Uh, I had that and I had a couple of, uh, college fight songs on my, on my iPod. Dude, me too. You were not alone. Yep. (laughs) Me too. Like what a weird thing to be like, you know, I want to listen to to this (laughs) in headphones personally. Alone. Yeah, I had like 20 fights on, <laughs> like, on my iPod. It was really weird. <laughs> yep. There was none, a... of them, none of them were Michigan State. That's the funny thing. Well, there was um, an album of the U of M marching band doing a bunch of basically covers of, uh, of other schools' fight songs. Um, so they did MSUs, they did Notre Dame, they did Ohio State. They did basically a bunch of Big Ten schools and then other storied programs for for football um which is where i got those songs from on itunes i remember that was one of my first purchases on itunes and so was um the dance dance music video <laughs> oh my god fallout boy yeah that was that was one of my first uh what's that i've never heard that same you Dance, oh, falling yeah. apart through halftime. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's one of those songs they overplayed during the national championship. Yeah. And then the other one, the other big song from that album is like, That's the other one with the bullet. Wow. Yeah. Jordan, you get three guesses. What other soundtrack did Jerry Goldsmith do? Of a movie that you just watched of a past month of a movie that I just watched in the past month. Don't look it up. Um, did he wait? Hold on. Did he? He also do the Little Mermaid. Um, not seeing that one. I thought that he did the Little Mermaid. Maybe not. Soundtrack. Is that wait? Is that a guess or is that just conversation? That's just conversation. Um, under the sea. From what I did, and you're gonna be so pleased. Uh, Past month, Hocus Pocus, eighties movie, eighties movie. Goodfellas, nope. It's nineties anyway. I think, right? Yeah, nineteen ninety. It was nineties masquerading as late eighties. 
Yeah. I, okay. Fair enough. It, it wasn't really the nineties yet. Like right. it's not. It's not even the. They the started filming the twenties yet for us. I would argue that nineteen ninety five wasn't even really the nineties yet. That's that's squarely the nineties. I would say <laughs> Ni- ninety ninety three. Ninety three is when the nineties started. Ninety one and ninety two. Yep. Ninety ninety one and ninety two. Nah. You're right. As soon as Jurassic Park came out, that's yeah. when the nineties really started. Yep. And and then the nineties continued until about two thousand six. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know why that makes sense, but it does. And, it does. And then it stopped for a little bit, and then it came back this year or last year. Let me just do. You want me to just tell you, you're going to be so pleased. It was. Tell me what. What movie it was that he scored? Oh yeah, I keep forgetting that's what we're talking about. Um, it was. It was Gremlins. It was Gremlins. Yep. <laughs> <I forget. laughs> Matt, if you if we would have had this conversation right now, I would have forgotten that I watched Gremlins in the last month. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking weird movie, dude. What a weird movie. Uh wait, hold on. The dude that did Gremlins did. <laughs> the, hold on. Who who directed Gremlins? No, hold on. Something else about Grim. Chris Columbus, right? Yes, Chris Columbus. That's who it is. That's screenplay was Chris Columbus. That dude has a weird ass collection of movies. Like, what what was his goal when he got into making movies? Here are his movies: Gremlins, The Goonies, uh, Adventures in Babysitting, Home Alone, Home Alone Two, Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, Bicentennial Man, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, Rent, I Love You, Beth Cooper, Percy Jackson and the Olympians, and Pixels. And then producer of Jingle All the Way, (gasps) Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, Night at the Museum, and Night at the Museum Battle of the Smithsonian, and Night at the Museum Secret of the Tomb. And sounds like he was just trying to make some money. <laughs> and executive yeah. and, and executive all... producer, get this: executive producer of these movies, Fantastic Four, Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer, <laughs> Percy Jackson: Sea of Monsters. Not even the first one. No. <laughs> then, The Witch, the A twenty four movie. I like that movie. And then. The Lighthouse. Ooh. He's the executive or an executive producer of The Lighthouse. And then Scoob. The latest Scooby-Doo? Yeah. So he just What the fuck is his is his movie career? I don't understand that. Well, most of it seems like it's centered around like the family. The, yeah, the family to like teenage kind of demographic. Yeah, yeah. And there's a few outliers there for sure, but most of it's kind of those, those kind of movies, I think. And they're all big, you know, box office kind of. But I mean, ex- his executive producing is is the weird, is a weird thing to me. Oh yeah, he also executive produced. Light- huh? I would say the Lighthouse is probably the best family flick he's done. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> um, Michael, have you seen the Lighthouse? No, I haven't. Yeah, you should watch that movie. That movie's titties. All right. It, Turn off all the lights. Yeah. That is 
you know, if it's raining out, even better. Oh, man. Make some lobster tails. <laughs> I don't know about that part. I'm not a seafood guy. Wait, you're not really? a seafood guy? Why not? I've never have been. I've tried. I just can't. Some okay. people Some people can't. <laughs> it's okay. I like, being, I like being wrong sometimes, too. Yeah, well, don't you go eat a fucking fish then, you smelly piece of shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> one, Michael. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, that was very clever of me, wasn't it? I mean, you like? Do you like the original Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire, though? Right? Yeah. Yeah. And you're excited for uh, the new Batman? Yeah. Where, where did this? I thought we were talking well, that, about me not liking fish. No, it's, it's the lighthouse. The lighthouse is uh, the Green Goblin versus the new Batman. This oh, is true. Okay. <laughs> like, this is we, true. I was like, I thought you were going to tie these into seafood somehow. Yeah, we got <laughs> we got that crossover, and we also have they a, all take place uh, on on a boat. The new all these new movies, they're all fishermen. <laughs> why would why would the movie The Lighthouse take place on a boat? Because they're trying to find a lighthouse. <laughs> That yeah, lost at sea. That, that's that's a fair assumption. That and I was trying good, to tie that into seafood. A good movie, like like sailing towards a lighthouse that never gets any closer to you. Yeah, it's like some Twilight Zone shit. Yeah, that's fair. That fair terrible. enough. That that would be very interesting, actually. But, and they find out that it's like that Pirates of the Caribbean. You know, I, I need to say something about that word. When what I, word, when I <laughs> what word, Michael? Please, <laughs> what word? So the word, the word, the no. Um, <laughs> I when I pronounce those those movies, I say Caribbean. But then when I'm just saying, like, I'll just say Caribbean in yeah. everyday speech, and I don't understand. I don't. Why I do. I don't this. usually say it. Shock a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, you guys want to well, watch I'm chocolate about tonight? The movie, I'll, yeah, I'll call it chocolate. I'm not going to call it chocolate. Let's, let's watch chocolate tonight. It's like a weird euphemism. I, 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 I I'm not saying that I that I frequently watch that movie, but I hear it's great. I, I honestly don't think I've ever seen it. I just, I, neither have I. I hear it's great. I just and Johnny Depp's in it, right? I know that yeah. that and Moulin Rouge are like kind of similar watches didn't, for didn't people. Catch that one either. Like a like a sexy romantic comedy or not romantic comedy, but romantic, you know, Paul Thomas Anderson was, he did boogie nights, right? Yeah. That's a okay. Good one. I recently watched phantom thread. Have you guys seen that? No, but Negative I love Ghost the Rider. soundtrack of that or the score of that. It, it, Johnny Greenwood. Really? Yeah. Johnny Greenwood from Radiohead. Uh, oh, okay. does, it works with Paul Thomas Anderson a lot. He did the no country or not, uh, no country. There will be blood. Nice. Um, oh, fuck yeah. Score. It's turned a buddy uh, on to Radiohead, actually. Yeah, so that that's amazing. I love I, I I've listened <laughs> I've listened to the soundtrack to that fucking ton. Um, I want you to watch that movie because it's it I mean it's definitely Paul Thomas Anderson because it's in it's Daniel Day Lewis and it's mm-hmm. it's bananas. It's very English and boring, but it's fun. I was just sitting there. I was like, man, English people are boring. Because at one point he asked for <laughs> he asked for a cup of tea and he goes, perhaps a little bit of cream, be a little naughty. And I was like, you guys are so fucking boring, bro. What are you guys doing? Wait, did you guys ever see You Were Never Really Here? No. 
No. I think, is it Joaquin Phoenix in it? Yes. Um, Joaquin. Here. Who my direct- favorite rap artist. Oh, my God. Dude, do you remember when he said that you, after uh, Walk the Line that he was going to stop acting and become a rapper? I wish that would have happened. I saw the, no, I saw the video. It did of happen. He's getting, like, booed off stage. It was sad. Yeah. Wasn't it, like, an elaborate troll? No, but I, I wanted, I wanted, like, I meant, like, I wanted it to happen. Like, it's still happening. Like, he, he never <laughs> and, came and up. And be successful with it and not act. Like he still did the he still did Joker and whatever other movies he did, but he but he did it like he, eight mile. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah. <he's, laughs> How do you know that I was going there? Dude? He gets up at the club and st- <laughs> starts it on lose yourself, and people are just like, uh, uh-uh. uh. Like he people are of- going nuts, and then it cuts back, and people are just like, boo. <laughs> And then like, at the, when he's when he's going on to talk to De Niro's character, he's not there to be a comedian. He's there to rap. He's yeah. like the, he's the musical guest of the show. He's dressed like Eminem in a hoodie. <laughs> no, I, I I thought can he be dressed like Eminem but still have the face paint? When I come out, <laughs> will you call me Rabbit? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he's walking down the steps. The iconic step scene with him, and it's like, if you had one shot, <laughs> yeah. if you had one shot, <laughs> is this Heath? Are we doing Heath now? Uh, I mean, their portrayals weren't that different, I don't think. I mean, you, there's only so many ways to play the Joker. Jared Leto's fair. a straight up copy. Dude, have you seen the the trailer to the Snyder Cut? Yeah, can somebody explain to me this meme that's going around, the we live in a society thing? Yeah, it's um, basically a spoof of any time that anybody has, like, uh, there's... It's many layers, right? There's so many different layers to it. It's been... But it was originally from Joker in the comic book, right? Possibly. But- <laughs> That's hilarious. So Zack Snyder is just fucking with people. Um, yeah. It's yeah, it's not from Joker originally. Um commercial break while Jordan's pulling that up. I heard that Zack Snyder is getting greenlit, I think by Warner Brothers, because they own the rights to it, to mm-hmm. do a faithful adaptation of the King Arthur story. And I don't know about you guys, but King Arthur, Robin Hood, and Dracula. Overplayed? We, we get it. Yeah. Just, hey, just give yeah. up. Stop, please. Yeah. We know the story. People for my, remember, for my sanity, please. I remember when we were in like sixth or seventh it. grade, Michael, there was a King Arthur movie that came out that you were fucking obsessed with. Yeah, because of Keira Knightley. That's oh, the only I reason. That. that makes sense. Because I had a big... Uh, because of Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Yeah, that's... Oh, can I go back to the reason I brought that up? Yeah, dude, first of all, okay, in the first movie, when she's in the water and... Whoop, yeah, it's incredible. Whoop, whoa, we all know, we all know. That's when I fell for her. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Disney. Mm-hmm. Thank, Thank you so much. I brought that movie up earlier, because, you know, we were talking about Lighthouse and how it's like a Twilight Zone thing. They never reached the lighthouse. And... Uh, <clears throat> I was just equating that to 
the scene, I think, from the third Pirates movie where they're, like, in the afterlife uh, sailing. And, I mean, I think they eventually get to a big waterfall. But anyways, I was, like, thinking, oh, no, these people that are trying to find this lighthouse, they're just dead the entire time. Some, like, sixth sense kind of shit that we're going to rip off here. So... (laughs) (laughs) So that's that's my two cents, and I'm signing off by full circle. What if I actually just got off right there? Would you? <laughs> well, I hope this. I hope the Snyder Cut is like a. On a I'm gonna on, watch it. I on know the water. That. I'm gonna watch it. Like on a boat takes place on a boat. Like <laughs> Velociraptors on a cruise ship. That was probably my finest film idea. That's one. Yeah, that's date. one of that's one of my favorites of your ideas. Yeah, I, I think this. Whoa, 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 I haven't heard this. Film. Yeah. I, I, I came up. I came up with this maybe early high school. Dude, we were um, young. Maybe even middle school. Um, we were in our early teens, probably early to mid. So the Snakes on a Plane movie came out. I think maybe like the, there was a Piranha movie. There's yeah. just all these movies about these animals, these super exaggerated movies about these animals. These the animals that series. could, like, hurt you, but, like, <clears throat> they're not that aggressive in real life, you know? Right. right. We're, not right. In their, we're not in their food chain. <laughs> um, and, they, yeah, they're just... They it's just, actually they, a food web. Food web. Fine. <laughs> Sorry. Sack of shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I was just thinking... Like, well, I want to make my own exaggerated, stupid fucking movie about this. So I just combined uh, Jurassic Park with uh, snakes on a plane and there's velociraptors on a cruise ship. And um, I'm assuming it takes place in the world of Jurassic Park. It's just like a little side story. And these people are transporting these velociraptors on this cruise ship secretly. Unbeknownst to the rest of the yeah, it's like the secret. You know, the <laughs> private company who owns the who owns the cruise ship has a secret stake in like the Jurassic Park thing, <laughs> the the park. Uh, yeah, and then yeah, my idea was that <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid no, it's that not. like these kids, these kids were down there like smoking pot. I love I uh, I love that I said pot. Um, they're down there getting high and then like the velociraptors get like a whiff of it and they're like and uh, (laughs) and then they I just I pictured this scene of like this close up of like this claw coming out of of the cage and like flipping the it's like not even it's not even locked really it's like one of those little like flip latches yeah latches like a dog kennel yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly and I just think of like its big claw just like slowly poking out and like <laughs> and undoing the latch, and then they kill the kids and it's brutal. It's a like a, it's that's like a ten minute scene of just brutal. It's just it, it's like the the it's unnecessarily long like like the sex scene in the room. It's just it just keeps happening. <laughs> it just won't stop. These velociraptors are just killing these kids, and they just want the weed. They pick up the blood afterwards. Yeah, they're picking, they're like they're learning how to roll it with their little with their claws, and they're like, "You have to, dude." Anytime you have, and a they're movie like licking with- it, like you know, and then the, and then they go on a rampage. Um, SB stop just, motion animatronic 
like yeah, style. Yeah. <laughs> deck, deck by deck, these high ass dinosaurs take over. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's amazing. To start yeah, finding no. better drugs. You know what's scary though is like the way Jurassic Park has evolved to Jurassic World is this this new one could be that because that's, <laughs> that's what was crazy because I came up I came up with this idea and I was like 14. I remember telling Jordan about it. He was like, dude, what is wrong with you? This is awesome, <laughs> but what is wrong with you? I mean, if you have proof that you wrote that down at a certain time, you could if they do that, you could always sue and be like, this is not your intellectual property. Oh, um, no. We didn't that's write true. that down. No, that's, um, that's, that's, not, that's, down. that's not true at all. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> that's I, true at all, actually. I don't think it that, is. I don't even think any type oh, of like is. legal motion I take or whatever the phrasing is, I don't, it would never even make it to their representatives. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like in Always Sunny when, when Charlie leaves like the, the, he's doing Serpico. He leaves the tape right in front of like the police station and, and he thinks he, saved the day and turned in the gang but then the dude the, sw- the street sweeper just t- gets rid of it that's what would happen to me <laughs> <laughs> i would like i'd give it to i'd give it to the mailman and i'd explain what it was like why i'm i don't know i'm like you need to make sure that this gets sent because of this blah 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 and like it's a really big deal and then they're gonna like be in the mail car car and it'll just have like a cut scene of them ripping it up and this is also part of the movie. <laughs> Did you know that, like, in real life, apparently, velociraptors were, like, the size of dogs? So, I mean, it's not t- crazy. It's not a crazy idea. They, uh, it would actually be very scary. I don't... I, what is oh, the actual ter- especially dinosaur? Especially a pack of them? Mm-hmm. No, they, they, were, they, were, they were, like, vicious, though. I mean, they, even being that tiny, they'd, they'd destroy you. Oh, yeah. But um, there actually is a similar type of raptor. I don't know if it's actually classified as a raptor, but there's a, there is actually a dinosaur that they think looked pretty similar to Jurassic Park's Velociraptor. It's just, I don't know the actual name of it. Hmm. My first experience with Velociraptors was, um, I believe the first Tomb Raider. Um, Why were they in Tomb Raider? Dude, the Tomb Raider games are fucking amazing. Like I, I have wanted to play it. Is that new that. one? Have, have you have you played that new one? I've played a, a I've played ago? every single one, every single one that's been on a main platform. I think I, I kind of want to play that new one. It looked really cool. Um, Which one? The, the, the new one? The, the, that's the Rise Rise of Tomb Raider. I think I, the newest ones are good. They're not, I mean, they're a different game. It's not Tomb Raider to me. Oh, okay. they're they're still great games. I love them. Um, it's Uncharted with a Lara Croft skin. Pretty much, yeah. That's a good way to think about it. Yeah, there's there's like a skill tree that you have. There's, which I mean, it's fun. It's a cool way to go about it. I mean, not having all of your grappling skills and I love bad, a good skill tree. Assery. See, after a while, it just gets old to me. Like every every game follows every open world game follows the same exact format, and it's not. I don't know. It's not all that to me anymore. Well, Valhalla's skill trees weird and annoying but it it i don't know they make you work for it they, they motivated me to unlock everything because it was so goddamn annoying i'm like i just need to conquer yeah. this because god damn it you still chugging away on that puppy no i finished the main storyline i i have <clears throat> something else um brewing 
Well, there's, there's one other part, this side story where you're not actually even playing the main character. You're in his skin, but it's like you're dreaming. I'm not going to get into it to ruin anything, but uh, I'm still doing that. I think I'm toward the end of that. I just, uh, those games, I love them. Yeah. Especially the new ones. Well, actually, especially like the, the first like few and then these last most two. recent trilogy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, I don't, I don't know. If Odyssey, call it a trilogy. Origins, Odyssey, I don't know. Origins and what is it? Or Origins, Odyssey, and oh, hell, hell, uh, Yeah. I would, I've I heard it referred to as a trilogy. Like okay. Well, frequently. I guess that because it does, there are the same characters like on the outside of the animus, I guess, in those ones. So that it does kind of tie together. I, I, I actually haven't played Origins or I haven't beaten it. I've played it. So I, I can't speak to that. But yeah, they do. There's some continuity between Odyssey and Valhalla. Yeah. So, okay, I could see how they'd be referred to as a trilogy. Or a thrilogy. Thrilogy. It's very thrilling. Very thrilling. So, yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm almost done with it, but uh, I'm going to wait till the DLC comes out. You know, those games are just so long where by the, uh, by the end of it, dude, I'm like, I need a break, you know? Yeah. yeah. You know what you should take a break and play? Rocket League. It's <sighs> man-eater. Dude, yeah, play some I man-eater. Had, I, I have played. I, I told you guys that, right? No, I haven't played much of no. it. I couldn't, I couldn't beat those alligators, and that's a really... You don't fight, them. don't fight the alligators right now. I, I, I know. I keep running away because I, I had to kill these catfish and these alligators. I was thinking to myself, how small is this shark? Because alligators aren't really that... I mean, they're, like, big, but they're not that big. They look the like 12 feet long. Yeah, I'm saying, but they... You get to be they, big. Well, they're, they're big in, like, real life. Or, but they, obviously, they're big, but, like, it looked like a crocodile level big. Just because I didn't... I didn't realize how tiny the shark actually was. So the, yeah, that's the story is like the area that the, the shark is in has been polluted and it's giving all the wildlife properties that they normally wouldn't have. Um, but I mean, it's, it's one of those things that you can put on Netflix and kind of grind it out until you get bigger. Love it. It's, it's paced really well. Like once you get, once you kill your first alligator, after that, it's all down. Like I beat the game game in like hours after that i just okay. chugged away i i probably put in like a 10 hour session and almost had the entire game done and that's like wow. with being a completionist and finding all the stuff that you're supposed to find wait you like you platinumed it i'm damn near close yeah nice that's fast yeah yeah um, it's, it's a good it's a, it's a romp if you will it's a romp. I platinumed i platinumed ghost of tsushima in like two weeks it, it has like it has a wanted level just like gta does and and you can start having like special shark what hunters like, coming after you get you. like get like five hooks or something and uh, it, it's not that robust hunters. but like it's more like hunters chasing you how many at, of them after you kill I know, some, i've i've dealt with that they there was a lot of them yeah once you yeah. kill a certain number of humans that's when they start coming after you and when they do um if you kill off like three separate boats it was it was really intense yep and you can keep doing that and keep fucking them up and um there'll be uh like a special intro that plays with a specific uh hunter (laughs) that can come after you and if you kill them you get like special you know upgrades special special teeth and fins yeah which i think is a is a fun way to to do the upgrades and, and stuff like that there's not very many of them. You know, there's really only three of each of each category, but good way to do it's that. Fun. It's it's it really is one of the most fun games I've played in a long time. I would never have, have paid for it 
and got it for a free download. Good call, man. Yeah. That was. I'm glad you texted me about that. They, yeah, they, they're kind of coming out of the gate swinging with these free games. It is cool. I like it. Yep. Then they've always done that really well. Sony, that's one thing that Sony has always had over, uh, over Xbox and the like. Speaking of which, I don't know if you guys do this anymore, but Nintendo has an announcement tomorrow. It's going to be 50 minutes long. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of rumors swirling because, Ooh-hoo. I mean, they've been kind of quiet for a little bit. Well, yeah, their supply chain has been completely screwed because of uh, how strict Japan has been during COVID. Really? Yeah, people haven't been able to get Joy-Cons or docks for their Switches or anything like that. Um, all that stuff has been out of production pretty much since, like, the beginning of COVID. Yeah. I should have sold my Switch. Overhead. You would have made a bundle. Well, you can just buy the Switch Lite now, and you can't mm. play that on your TV, which sucks. I heard that that one was pretty tough to play Breath of the Wild with. I mean, I really liked playing Breath of the Wild on handheld, but I can't imagine ha- like being forced to play it on ha- handheld all yeah. the time. Like when, once I did put it on the big screen. Yeah, once I did put it on the TV, it was like, okay, this is awesome. But some of the, um, the controller mapping was weird for me. I did. I never beat the game. I played a roommate of mine had it. The the initial controller mapping when I used her. I still haven't been in the game. Like you, you can go and beat it almost immediately. But I've been going and doing every literally everything else. Yeah, I heard that you can you could just, you could just go straight to Ganondorf yeah. if you wanted. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, good luck. But uh, you can beat him with three hearts. Dude, the wow. speedrunners, the speedrunners that do that shit are magical yep. people. Yeah, there's a pretty there's a pretty interesting speed run of um Ocarina of Time. It's like a glitch. I don't know if all speed runs are. I don't know how that works really. I'm not, I've never really no, gotten into researching it. They'll uh it's just like on remember when we were obsessed with rock band and guitar hero, how you could put in like you know 100 percent full combo or 100 percent like there's a difference there. Like there are different classifications here, like gotcha. you know. Speed run, 100% completion. Speed run, all stars and Mario, uh, 64 speed run. Like, I think you can beat Super Mario with like three or four stars or something like that. Mm-hmm. Super Mario 64, if you glitch hard enough. Speaking of um, Rock Band, dude, I was thinking about that the other day. I would actually, if they if they made a new game, they um, probably will. I I think I would get that. Yeah. I really do. Like, I feel like I was, I haven't thought about that game in years, but I was really thinking about it. I'm like, I feel like I'd still probably enjoy playing the drums. I feel like I would in that game. Maybe not the guitar doing anything else, but. It is really fun to have people over and get drunk yeah. and play that game. It's so much fun, dude. We I did that in college a bunch. It was great. Because they added a feature pretty much like by default where you can't fail out. like. They got, you can play badly, the crowd will boo you in the game, but you won't fail the song. Like You just play all the way through still. Because they know that people just want to play and have fun. And, yeah, and then there was... Like, <laughs> that was the biggest barrier to it, was that you had to be good at video games in order to play it, and now they made it so you don't have to have ever played a video game to be good at it, or to be able to play it at least. You're not going to be good. You're going to be basically... Playing on easier medium. 
No, even still, even, even then, your people are going to be oh, you just can't, it, yeah, basically you, just you hitting it. Fail, yeah. I mean, I like. I'm gonna sound. You and like, I were a good duo, man. That was we were like we were really intense about that, dude. <laughs> we were little fucking nerds about it. You mean when we yeah. were kids? Yeah, I was trying to make it sound cool. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's yeah, nothing. Yeah, we were we were big nerds about it, man. There's nothing cool you, about. We missed uh, one note. We got to redo the entire set. <laughs> yeah, fourteen songs. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't a gold star, it wasn't good enough. Jesus, we were pathetic. Have you guys have you guys seen that guy who uses the drums from Rock Band to play Call of Duty? Yeah, I haven't. <laughs> yeah, that that, that's an old one. That is it's crazy, man. I know that that's a game I would invest in again, uh, Rock Band. But I'd, I'd actually rather find like a PS4 version that I could just play and then somehow access that entire library. I, there'd be no way to do it because I, I think I did it on Xbox. Um, I, could, I could just get it for Xbox, but I don't, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I, bought, I bought the damn thing and I'm coming up with reasons to not use it. I'm, I'm just staying loyal. <laughs> Dude, I, I, have, <laughs> I have spent hundreds of dollars throughout my entire lifetime on songs for rock band. Like as, as a kid, as a teenage kid. Like anytime I got a gift card or something, I would oh. like try to find a way to convert it into being able to spend it on PlayStation uh, credits. I remember I would go so far as to like, I would I'd get like an, an iTunes gift card and I would trade it to somebody for cash, take that cash, go buy an Xbox mm-hmm. card. It's like I can, use I can it get for, free music. Yeah, and then use it for rock band tokens or whatever, song credits or something. Like I would, I, would, I had this elaborate scheme being fourteen, and just needing to make, <laughs> needing to make that work. <laughs> wow, Zion Williamson, uh, five games, thirty points, seventy-five percent shooting or better, before twenty-one. I'll do. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Warzone, yeah, he's Some good. amazing stats right there. He's really good at Warzone. Um, He's actually going. And he didn't even he didn't even play his first season, right? Like he was injured. <laughs> yeah, he was injured for more than half the season. Wow. Yep. Um, the next the highest. Talent. The next highest is Shaq, who is who has three of those games. I think Zion still has a year until he's twenty-one too. I was just watching uh, a young twenty-one-year-old doing incredible things on or in sports today myself. Kylian Mbappe, soccer player uh, from France. Uh, he mm-hmm. is, before he was 20, he won his first World Cup. That's, I don't think any of like the greats did that. Uh, wow. He's he our, did it all with, without falling down. He doesn't fall much. He really doesn't. <laughs> he's, exactly. one of the, he's one of the few forwards that doesn't really flop all that much. I mean, they all do, but he's... He's less of that person, uh, <laughs> but he's still he's still one of them in some facet. No, he's he's. I mean, like I know you guys don't really watch soccer, but you guys. That's not true. I watch every single game. Uh, I wake up at like I mean, four in the morning. Huge West Ham fan. Okay, interesting. That's interesting. Strange, oh. but interesting. It's like the Lions. At least you're not a fair weather fan about it, though. Oh, mm-hmm. you bastard! I know. Do you believe um, in that? Do you believe in fair weatherhood? So, 
No, I don't, but I feel like it's inevitable if you're like I don't have any true affiliation to any of these soccer teams. It's more I watch them more because they're it's just for me it's obviously just more enjoyable to watch highly skilled teams. I'm not necessarily rooting for all of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see good you want to see good matches. Yeah, yeah. And I, I might favor one over the other, but I never truly have a favorite. I guess for years my favorite team was Bayern Munich, German squad. Um Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're telling us it's good that we're not fair weather fans yet. You're basically rooting for the Yankees of soccer. (laughs) One of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) No, I mean, they they were my favorite team for a while too, but before they like really became super fucking dominant. Um, They've always in Germany, they've always been dominant. Yeah. Uh, For the most part, but then like, I mean, they had their down years, but in Europe now they're, I mean, yeah. they've been really, really competing in the last, like, 20, 30 years. Like, I mean, they just won the Champions League last year. They, like, they smacked Barcelona, like, 8-2 to two or something. It was... Other than was, that, other than them, I've been a Chelsea fan because of Michael Bollock. Yeah, Michael Bollock, he was, he was a great midfielder. I actually saw yeah. Chelsea play. I think I saw him play. Uh, I think you did, too, yeah. I think uh, that was they, around then. They, I was jealous. They played the, uh, they played the MLS All-Stars, went to Chicago with a... That was, like, 2007 that you did that? Yeah, we went. I went with a mutual friend of ours back in the day. I was gonna um, say, I thought that's that's what I remembered. Cool. Yeah, it was very cool. Um, got to see some big name players. I think I want to say Drogba played, which is bonkers. Hmm. I don't quote me on that. I mean, it was so long ago. I'm gonna. I actually kind of want to look up that roster to see who was playing, but I, I'm pretty sure Bala, committee like Lampard were playing. So cool stuff, right? Very, very. Um, but yeah, back to my original point. Go watch some Kylian Mbappe uh, highlights, dude, because this guy—he's—he's uh, he's incredible. He's really, really fun to watch. How do you? Uh, so I mean, it's, it's how do you spell it? Left the... So it's like it's K Y L I A N Kylian, and then Kylian. M. Okay, it's already coming up. Yep, this guy. Mbapp. 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 Yep. Crazy, um, they got three people that look so similar to play the handsome brother. I know, right? That, that must have been a really long <laughs> casting process. So I know what Chris is doing. What are the other two doing? What do you mean you know? <laughs> I mean, he had, he, had a, he had a storied career. But the yeah, other two, would, are, are they just riding his coattails now? The key grip. And the... Uh, best boy. The lighting guy. <laughs> yeah, the best boy. The grip boy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Mbappe after, oh, he had a hat trick against Barcelona. Yeah, that was today. That's the game I'm talking about. What the fuck? Yeah. Dude. Well, Barcelona's not that great anymore. Oh, they're great. Okay. That, that's the funny thing is like relative to how, <laughs> to a few years ago, they're not considered great, but they're still like clearly one of the best teams in Europe. You know, right. like, it's just, it's so funny how that works, but everyone just shits on them because they lose a few games now. But, yeah, it's almost like all of the the power and uh, buying power for players is concentrated within a few certain teams, almost like in every single league. Yeah, that's that very have, true. That doesn't have salary caps and stuff like that. Like MLB, Yankees yeah. fucking dominate because they can spend however much money they want. Because they that's just very true. There is no salary cap. They can do fucking whatever. There's like five or six English teams that are like that. 
about two, three Spanish teams, mm-hmm. one French team, uh, and then, you know, a couple Italian teams uh, that are all in two, like two German teams, but one German team in particular. We, uh, we all know the one. They, by yeah. far. Fucking VFB Dortmund. A, yeah, like they, Bayern just has, Dortmund has a lot of money, but Bayern just, yeah. it's like unfair. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, man, watch his highlights. It's awesome. Oh, we were talking about um, the lighthouse earlier, uh, Batman yeah. versus uh, the Green Goblin. Yeah. Well, you can watch something even better. You can watch the Batman versus Spider Man in a little movie called The Devil All the Time. Where, in which Tom Holland is a fucking badass. A fat ass? Bad ass. Really? Just total all-American badass. He's in um, the Uncharted he's, he's stuff, English. right? Yeah, I know he's English. <laughs> so is Robert Pattinson. <laughs> it's, it's incredible. It's, a, it's an amazing movie. Is it? I don't know if it's good or not. Cedric Diggory. That's the first thing but I, I like ever it. saw. What's the streaming Netflix. Japan. It's a Netflix original. Tits. Which I am convinced has is all completely written by algorithm. No, <laughs> no real people write it. They write it by algorithm, and they also use that to do the casting. And they also cancel them by algorithm. They also the what? Shows. They cancel the TV shows based on algorithm. Yeah, it's two seasons. You're done. It's yeah. crazy. It's some of the weirdest, most impersonal, like shells of of tv and film that i've ever seen in my life and they're just trying to push out content exactly that's all that that's it is the whole Mar- point yeah so martin scorsese came out recently and, and talked about it this today yeah was that today that. that that quote yeah. is from um about the degradation yeah that everything is content basically right now to paraphrase him michael did you see this i did not okay, but i can so, i can imagine what he would say he feels very strongly about so this whole the, new trend this is his quote here. Um, start? Okay. As recently as 15 years ago, the term content was heard only when people were discussing the cinema on a serious level. And it was contrasted with and measured against form. Scorsese writes, then gradually it was used more and more by the people who took over media companies, most of whom knew nothing about the history of the art form or even cared enough to think that they should. Content became a business term for all moving images. A David Lean movie, a cat video, a Super Bowl commercial, a superhero sequel, a series episode. It was linked, of course, not to the theatrical experience, but to home viewing on the streaming platforms that have come to overtake the movie-going experience, just as Amazon overtook physical stores. And that's the end of his quote there. Um, Before we think- get into analyzing it, I just want to say this guy is just so well-spoken. I mean, he knows what he's talking. He's an expert. I, know, I in his love field. it. I, I like, just love. Li- I just love listening to what he says. That's just the point I'm making. He's. I I do. Charismatic kind of have guy. One issue with the end of it, like him bringing up the and trying to tie it to, um, the home viewing instead of the theatrical experience. I I think that, um, I don't think that one is necessarily better than the other um i prefer and, and to I, watch things in the comfort of my home now i mean most I mean, people theaters do. are cool for some movies most people sure. do and and we can have 
we can, but we can have, I don't want to use, I don't see, I'm about to say we can have good content. I don't want to say that. Like we, we can have good content in the comfort of our own homes and not have to feel like it needs to be a full ritual of going and experiencing stuff, but maybe it should be. Like maybe we are too inundated with things to watch. Maybe we are uh, overwhelmed with options. With options, yeah. I mean, frankly, we are. Yeah. And, very and saturated. And, yeah. Very saturated. And a lot, of, a lot of people will disagree with me because they feel that they have better stories available to them now that are more accessible to them, that more represent them, and and that's totally fair. And I'm not obviously I can't be one to speak on representation. <laughs> Like I'm fully represented in all of the media that I see um, for the most part. Like I, I don't have to worry about that, but um, I, so- I, I would argue with that point that Nicholas Cage should be featured in more films, but <laughs> <laughs> that fucking guy, <laughs> I just, you guys, I know you've seen this, but just, you know what I'm talking about, right? The, the, the video, the YouTube video, just lo- Nicolas Cage loses his shit. Just watch that. No, oh, I don't know this video. I, I it's just, it's just, it's just a montage. Oh, oh yes, I do. Yes, yeah. I do. The bass. Yeah, like this, the bass. It's just every scene where this guy is just so over the top. Like no person would oh, ever, that... ever act like that ever. That reminds me, it's I need so to watch a movie, the, the Color Out of Space. I mean, there are people that would act, the crazy people would act yeah. like that. Dude, he's... No he's, normal person. He has an Oscar. Yeah, well, I... Jesus, really? Have you guys seen the trailer <laughs> for Willy's Wonderland? I don't even oh. want to know what that is. Oh. Is that... <laughs> is that Willy Wonka? It's, is that no. Braz, the new Brazzers? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Brazzers premium edition. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, so Willy's Wonderland. Have you heard of Five Nights at Freddy's? Also, another Brazzers. It's like a popular <laughs> horror. It's like a mobile horror game that people play on their phones and their iPads. No, I have not. Where like, like basically, like dolls come to life and yeah. um, wreak havoc and stuff. Yeah, not sure, I like that. It's like, literally like Toy Story gone the, awry. Exactly, exactly, and that's how the trailer starts out, and then. Like this janitor is cleaning up at this dingy whatever warehouse or something. And he starts getting attacked by like a giant bear what? that wants to eat him. And it's Nicolas Cage. And it's it Nicolas Cage amazing. is the bear? No, he's the he's the janitor and he has oh. to like make it through this warehouse without dying and it looks amazing. Wait, hold on. What's the name of this again? I I have seen the trailer. Called Willie's Wonderland. That's right, and he's just super quiet, right? <laughs> yeah, Please which is what? which is rare. When did this? But come he out? definitely did this movie for, just now. He did this really? movie for cocaine money. Oh yeah, this for, is like for, <laughs> for coke for, money. Straight up for coke money. It's like four when million dollars. Oh my god, coke. it's already out. It's already out. Where, to, where can I stream it? Streaming. I, I see. That's the thing, guys. I I can't advocate for you to spend twenty dollars to watch. I'm not. It. I'm not going. Oh, to, I'm going but, to. Just, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it tonight. I'm gonna do it tonight. <laughs> Let me see if I can find a cheaper version before I allow you to do this. This is like letting a friend drive drunk. No, it's not gonna be cheaper anymore. <laughs> you so know dangerous. It. Box office so far is only one hundred and eighteen thousand. Just one hundred and eighteen dollars. Which I mean that I mean I don't think they can even count streaming oh, you know money. What? 
it's in theater right now. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. It's not. There, yeah, there, it's, uh, it's not. Uh, there are theaters running right now, huh? It's not actually. No, you can streaming? rent it. You can rent it on Apple TV and Prime Video. Twenty dollars. No, no thanks. No shanks. I'm gonna rent it. Have you seen it? No, I've just seen the trailer. Ad it's, nauseum. It has an eighty percent audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. So I think he's coming back, guys. I'm just saying. He never okay. left. He's never left. He left. He's not. Ne- he has never he once left, left or fallen off the wagon. Or he did a made-for-TV movie version. He was never of- on the wagon. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he, he can't fall off if you've never been on. And That's true. For, and since the second that he got his first paycheck, he has been off the fucking rails. I can't argue with that. That's yeah. Nobody can. They're talking about I redoing did. Face Off. Why would they do that? Or doing a sequel to it. Oh, okay. I'm cool with the sequel. Is John Travolta magically still alive or remaking it? Let me see if what it is, because I've only heard rumblings of it. Um What if it dude, what if it's like a new generation of face offers and he's there to guide them on what happens if your face <laughs> gets taken off? <laughs> um a director, been, Adam I've, Wingard. I've before. Wait, hold on. John Woo did face off? Oh yeah, absolutely. I think he also did Mission Impossible too. I I feel like he has done a Mission Impossible movie. I feel like I remember hearing about that, but um wow. Yeah, so uh Adam Wingard, uh, the director, is saying that they are doing a sequel oh of Face God. Off. Yes. Lord help us. Yes. I'm so happy. <laughs> oh, that movie was so formative for me. I've never seen it. I just know that's that's you never seen Face movie. Off? No. I went on the ride. I'm pretty sure the, the ride at King's Island called Face Off. <laughs> Why is there a ride for it? <laughs> what do it, you do? So I don't it's just weird, <laughs> it's a weird it's I imagine it has to do with speedboats, right? No, it's this weird like inverted yellow thing. They like they take you up. It's like so. It's like a symmetrical roller coaster. They'll take you up one side, drop you, and then you'll go do all the aerial stuff and come back up on the other side, and then they'll drop you again. And, uh, yeah. But so that park, it's Paramount's Kings Island, or at least it was. I don't know. Oh, else. I didn't know it was owned by Paramount. Yeah. So all the movies were, or all the rides, not all of them, but a lot of the rides were initially based off of oh, or at yeah, least like the, the title. Superman one, right? So tons of Nickelodeon. But I don't, stuff I don't too, know I if there was a Superman oh, no, one Paramount. there. That, not, um, I'm thinking something else. I'm trying to think. There were some other ones. I'm trying to remember. There's Top Gun. There's, I think there was a Top Gun ride. <laughs> uh, or it was called. It was. It, it wasn't necessarily actually called Top Gun. I don't think, but it was like it was clearly Top Gun. Wait, Jordan Face Off is on Hulu. Good to know. Good to know. Um, that park is pretty. They did have a big Nickelodeon. I was gonna say it, sure. it, there had to have been a bunch of Nickelodeon in the kids section. I think. Yeah, so. probably tons of Rugrats stuff. Feet. I could be feet and feet. <laughs> I could uh. be wrong. I just remember it. I think it was Paramount's Kings Island. And I just think that, yeah, I just vaguely remember there being like a lot of movie references and shit. Around. Is, is Where the, was that? It's in uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. There's Family more friends too, aren't lives there? there. What about Bush Island? 
or Bush Bush Bush, uh, <laughs> Bush Gardens. That, Bush Gardens. Yeah. Uh, Bush Island, another Brad <laughs> Bush Island sounds like a blast. Why don't you go back to your home on Bush Island? <laughs> it's in uh, 30 Rock in the, the MILF Island, the reality show. <laughs> you guys <see> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like <laughs> Miriam, Making fun of their we, own content. Yeah, we, we never, we no longer want to hit that. You are all voted off the island. <laughs> the times that I have seen 30 Rock and thought that it was hilarious were times that I knew that they were clearly making fun of network television. Oh, yeah. Dude, I love how self-aware the show is. It's incredible. Yeah. It's so, and dude, it's literally just punchline, punchline, punchline. You can't keep up. It's so funny, dude. It, I love it. Does Jerry- yeah, that's a show you have to watch at different ages because yeah. I didn't appreciate Tracy Morgan's character until I got much older. Yeah, dude. I think he's so funny. I used to think he was annoying when I was yeah. younger, but now, dude, he's so funny. Are there any he's Seinfeld appearances there. on that show? Jerry. Yes. Jerry. Yes, there is. I, I got to imagine that there are being at, being at 30 Rock. What about, yeah, what yeah. about Larry? He's, no, not Larry. I don't think. No. Okay. So you guys... I have, don't think any... I don't think any... I think Jerry's the only one. Okay. So you guys... I obviously both have seen all of Curb, but both of you also have not seen any of Seinfeld, correct? That's not true. Uh, I've seen. Okay. I started watching season one. Okay. If I put into the context that there's 180 episodes, would you say like five, 3%. Okay. I mean, technically I've seen more because it was always on. In my childhood, right. but I I would remember that stuff. Me too. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't remember it as well as Curb because I feel like some of those scenarios that's Curb hilarious just burns, to me. burns into your brain. Yeah, that just, that you'll never forget that. Okay, so the way that I see it, and I realize this today, is that Curb. Every time that I think of something in it, I think of it as a Larry David moment or a Curb moment or something like that. As far as Seinfeld goes, the references in that show are just ubiquitous. Like, it, it's past the point where it's even part of Seinfeld. It just is. Like, Every man. Like, mm-hmm. just before filming today, I watched the, the episode where, and you guys know the quote, not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. You guys that know was, that, of course. Yeah, yeah. You just, yeah, you just know sure. that. Do you have any yeah. idea the context of, of that quote? I do. They're just talking about a homosexual, right? Somewhat close, yeah. Michael, do you know? He's, he's talking about the you thing know, you sent us today. No, which he's like, I heard the guy was gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that, or so something so along that ilk. Okay, so the episode is this: that um, Jerry is supposed to meet with a um, a reporter at NYU uh, journalism school for the school paper, and they're supposed to meet in the in the typical diner that they're always in, monks. So they're sitting there and Jerry and George are on one side and Elaine is on the other side. Jerry gets back from a phone call where he's trying to contact the reporter and see where she's at. He goes and sits down and then you see this table of girls by them that is um, eavesdropping on them and Elaine can tell because she's looking at them. So she picks up on it and then says loudly so that they can hear um, something about Jerry and George being gay and being partners together. (laughs) (laughs) And then, so they play it up and they're like, you know, basically playing a joke on her. And then the girl goes to, um, you know, leave or whatever. Anyway, fast forward, 
Jerry goes to uh, rearrange the interview, and it happens to be that girl. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) And so she comes over, and George is hanging out at Jerry's apartment like he is frequently, and just, like, (laughs) eating his food and bickering with him. And so... And so at one point she says, oh, hi, you should see how my boyfriend and I argue. And then, and then Jerry's like, hold on a second. You're the girl from the diner. <laughs> then, you know, she, he's worried about her posting a story that I say posting. There was no posting then about her publishing a story in the school newspaper that says that he's gay. Cause you know, he's trying to become He's up and coming as a comedian. He's trying to get a show started with George. They're writing they're writing the pilot for Seinfeld in the show at this mm-hmm. time as they speak. Uh, and he's trying to not get that fucked up uh, because of that gotcha. time. And I mean, this was a big episode, I guess, to, to have on yeah. TV at the time. Um, yeah, definitely. And for him you know to say not there's anything around? Uh, it would have been 1994. So, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Or uh, fourth season, sorry, not 1994. So I think it would have It's streaming on, the whole series is streaming on something though, right? It's on Hulu, yeah. So here's my thing there. I'm not averse to watching it. Yeah. I feel like it deserves my full attention for each episode. No. But I, I don't want to be on my phone no. and not pay attention. Um, You can That's do That's a problem. That's you a personal problem. Binge it. Binge it, and then you'll probably end up binging it again afterwards. And you don't have to. You don't have to necessarily pay attention to it all the time, because uh, okay. there there will be stuff that you already know, and they like episodes Probably seen. Yeah, that you've seen yeah. that you're like, oh yeah, I have seen this. Of course, I have. this is this. They play two episodes a night on multiple channels. Dude, if you pull night. up their their syndication numbers are <laughs> ridiculous, staggering, insane, ridiculous. Dude. So much money, dude. So much Oof. money in the first year of syndication. Both of them, like, collectively made like five hundred million or something. Holy shit! Yeah, like I think, I think Jerry, yeah, Jerry made. I think I read the statistic where yeah, he made like at least no two hundred million. They can afford to be. He made like two hundred million. <laughs> so be, since Larry's co-creator, you just imagine, yeah, similar amount of money. So that's the best you know. part about Curb, though, is how stingy. Larry is. Oh my god, I he know. He is so, <laughs> so fucking stingy. And it's like, dude, you're worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Like, at one point, Cheryl gets mad at him for giving $5,000 to the acupuncture on a bed. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gives five grand to... He, he gives five grand to someone else, and she's like, so in the last hour, you gave to his, away 10 yeah, grand. To, to his friend who is supposed to get it back from his dad in inheritance. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> And then he ends up giving it to Cheryl's, uh, like, um, I don't know, uh, wildlife habitat. And our NRDC. Her, NRDC, uh, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, in real life, his wife or ex-wife now is um, an actual, like, environmentalist. He just got yeah. married last year. He got remarried. Interesting. Yeah. Who's that? Larry David. In real life or on the show? In real life. Definitely oh. not on the show. Oh, that'd be weird to see that happen on the show again. Uh, I you don't think he's going to get back with Cheryl? I hope oh, she she's with Dancing. Yeah, I was going to say she's with Dancing now. 
I mean, I know Although, the show. I hope they get married. That'd be hilarious. Well, they do have an affair, actually. They do, yeah. And oh, so, that's right. So, yeah, they, they break up. She gets the Ted dance, See, the, and, then, and then they have an affair. The way that Larry <laughs> handles that is fucking hilarious. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. It's but crazy yeah. how big of a break they took and still brought back some quality. But you know what, Jordan? You've convinced me. I'm going to start making that regular... Regular rotation programming. What Seinfeld? Seinfeld. Yeah, I feel like it's something you just have to do. Just you, you just gotta watch Seinfeld. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna start too. Then. Fine, I'll do it. Fine. I know I'll love it. I know I'll love it. But fine. You might not. Yeah. No, I've already. I've already. uh, I've already. I already tried to do this back few years ago um i i i thought it was great um i, I think I was and the, the only thing that doesn't really i, I was in the dorms the fashion, but can't really, can't really for that. <laughs> yes it does <laughs> that's probably one of the best things that holds up is the fashion people oh, are obsessed with the fashion not. in that show obsessed oh, with terrible, it that's baggy that's, shirts dude that's all that's all been yeah, a trend was for the car- past 10 years and it was characteristic there, there's a whole time, there's man. a whole fashion genre centered around it called normcore normcore not the vests <laughs> wait what normcore that sounds dude like a it, weird... right. that, that's what rest, half of them that's what the half, rest of us like a weird metal genre that that's what half for the rest of my... us that aren't in high fashion yeah it's not even high fashion but that's what like half of my wardrobe is is i mean light colored jeans uh solid colored shirts baggy tucked in uh mid-rise mid-rise pants and then uh tennis shoes like nikes and we're talking we're talking oversized we're talking not even though no no not even i'll show you some pictures i'll show you some pictures uh of my favorite of my my favorite show that i have watched tons of (laughs) i literally said model and model the video you sent us today jerry's shirt is absurdly large it is not it, that is a totally fine fitting shirt. Everything is just skinny fit and, and slim fit today. Here, let me I see. I agree. It. Look at this jumper he's wearing. Jumper. And she's wearing a vest. Like, get out of here. Jerry, or not Jerry, but uh, I dress like George. No, that shirt, that shirt fits him perfectly. I can't even find this, dude. We have so many messages. I just uh, tagged it. No, the Not shoulder the, the shoulders are in a perfect spot. That shirt fits fine. You're right. That video you sent me was not a good representation. I'll send you one. It's just too much. The '90s was too much fabric. It's it's a waste of fabric in the no, '90s. No, 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 no. Clothes are supposed to be able to drape on your form. They are supposed to have some give. They're not supposed to show off every every line of your body. Yeah, I don't want that to happen for my body. Exactly. Like I don't I, want the lines to show because no, I don't want people seeing my tits. Beaded pants, guys. <laughs> I don't. Need, I don't. Yes, I don't need anybody. Pants. No. Recently, no. I, I went. I moved away from skinny jeans. I moved away from slim fit pants. Everything that I'm getting now is straight leg or or relaxed fit. I just and, bought two pairs of skinny jeans. <laughs> well, I'm, no. I mean, that's been the fashion. They're not for, skinny. They're they're, they're slim fit. They're slim fit. They're not. They weren't labeled yeah. as skinny. 
I do wear jeans. I do wear slimmer straight fit. I do. No, wear. carpenter jeans are coming back now too. That's that's huge. You know why? Because utility is the way of the future. Convenience is the way. If I need to put a hammer in my mm-hmm. jeans, there's a loop on the carpenters to put them right in there. That's all I need. There I don't, is I don't a contingency of people. There's a contingency of people on the internet who assert that jeans are working class LARPing. That if you wear jeans, that you're trying to be a Midwestern blue collar worker. And I think that that is absolutely absurd. They're the most normal pair of pants in the fucking world. Like when we were kids and we had casual dress day, it wasn't jeans. called that. It was called Jeans Day. Jeans Day. Oh my yeah. God, you just took me back. It was called Jeans Day. Like that's not. I was nobody is like that's just a normal fucking pair of pants guys do you remember how exciting i was i was literally just about to say that like i tried to explain that to some of my public school friends and they were like they just didn't obviously they didn't get it but (laughs) (laughs) yeah wait do you remember like the pain that you would feel if you you forgot ever did this if you forgot yeah oh my god that was it was like it was like shameful Right. Dude, just, <laughs> like, I'll call in sick. I'm going home. This is ridiculous. Yeah. No, like my I, day, I pissed my off. My week, maybe, even is ruined now. I pissed off my mom and stepdad frequently <laughs> with that because I would forget. And like they would speed back home and be like, listen, I get it. I get that you don't care, but you don't understand how embarrassing it is to us. Wait, like, wait, wait. Go, wait. I need that really? whole story. I need, really? I need you yeah. driving up to school. I need so yeah. So the I look would, on your face, like paint me the picture. Dude, Frequ- just, frequently, just I mean, so we had uniforms um, going to school, and once a month, it was the first Monday of the month. You could bring in a food bank item and then dress casually for for the day. You know, one one day out of the month, and it wasn't called casual dress day. It was called jeans day. Like that's what everybody called it. The teachers wore jeans. The students wore jeans. We all fucking wore jeans. So it's not like it's some sort of like, it's not like we were wearing uh, like construction high visibility vests or something that some people legitimately do wear nowadays for some reason. I see them wearing that shit, like just walking around. It's like, what? why? Why are you wearing high vests? Don't want to get hit by a car. Totally fine. Totally fine. But I mean, that is, that is dressing up in, in some sort of costume type deal. And some people think that wearing jeans is similar to that but frankly i don't see any fucking construction workers or people like that wearing like regular pair of jeans yeah. like if they're wearing jeans they're super sturdy like stuff that you wear specifically for construction and manual labor like you know reinforced right. knees and to the point where it's it's not even a pair of jeans it's a pair of work pants for sure Duluth trading company exactly so, I mean, I don't know. Maybe those people that I'm talking to online are European but or I mean, British, and they don't what, really... What, like, what are you talking to online? Are these, like, chat groups or something? You're talking about jeans with don't, people? Don't. <laughs> Listen, you don't, you don't need to worry about what I do on the internet. Send Just a jeans forum at Gap. Denim, denim Gap. Dan, com. <laughs> Gap. <laughs> forum. There, is, there is a person on this... Or forum.gap.com. this place that I go named Denim Dan. Yeah, and, he, and he posts full denim fits. I'm interested to see um, what Reddit, like... Jordan, what was the fear, like, I mean, yeah. when you pulled up and you had Oh, yeah, ask. yeah, yeah. When I would come in, into school, like... Well, we yes, would pull yeah. up and they would... I mean, usually I would be late, first of all, because yeah. I had young siblings that, you know, 
for kids that, you know, were, were a pain right. to get ready in the morning for wherever they had to go. And at that point they were going, we weren't at the same school. We were never at the same school. So there was like gotcha. nine, 10 years difference in between us, I want to say. So they were at preschool at a different, different area. And then gotcha. I was going to school where I went. Um, so I was generally late to begin with. Um, but we would show up and we would see some scragglers going in uh, or stragglers going in wearing, wearing jeans and their favorite, uh, and their, yeah, their, their, exactly. That is literally exactly what I was going to say, yep. Michael, their favorite Michigan state or Michigan or Notre Dame or Ohio state or Wisconsin fucking hoodie. Oh, Villanova. And we, all, and we all got it from the same place. Stephen yep. Berry's. Yep. yep. All got it from there. <laughs> Stephen Berry's. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stephen Berry's. Holy shit, I forgot about so that. So yeah, yeah which uh, like we would pull up like that and then they'd um flip out and be like, I can't believe that you forgot this. This is so embarrassing. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. I'll go in in my uniform. Like I I'll I'll body these people in fashion any day. I don't I'll I'll, sh- I'll show up in my uniform and look flyer than they do. Like, don't worry. I'm fine. I got this. But no, they would take me back home and then I would get dressed and I would put on like jeans or or something like that, and then a button-up collared shirt, or or something like that. And they'd be like, "You're not wearing that to school. It's not any different than your normal uniform." I'm like, <laughs> okay, "Okay, well, I want to, I want to dress like an you American have, Eagle model." So you have no idea how much different it is. <laughs> <laughs> but I, just, I think it's great that you're. It's like no, you don't have any. It's like they didn't have any idea how different it was from the actual uniform. Like it was, yeah, oh a yeah, special day. Yep, that like, was named after jeans. <laughs> exactly. Let me wear jeans and let me wear my my button up collar shirt. Um, let me be. Let me dress, please, like a two thousand six American Eagle model. Please let me do this. I just I love how militant your parents were about jeans day. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a casual dress day. And, such, and, a, and, such an ironic thing. <laughs> and they were very strict about it. like it was it was more stressful dressing for a casual dress day. Than it was for any other normal day. Like the uniform was like somewhat enforced, not too strictly, but like casual dress day wasn't really enforced that much by the teachers or the school either, mind you. It was my parents being very neurotic about it. <laughs> oh, that's great, <laughs> dude. I just pictured Pixar, that meme about Pixar moms having dump truck asses. And oh, and dude, that's so, that's that is so funny. <laughs> Just teachers. Oh, teachers. Let yeah. it fly out oh, there, yeah. man. Just, there is, some, there is just, some, some big, big monsters that uh, we missed, that taught late, us. You're late for class. No, you're not. You're here, but your ass is like five minutes behind you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, dude. There was some nasty. Uh, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> I'm, just about, I'm just talking about the dude. Hmm? Oh, male teachers, teachers asses. I'm just talking about the, the dude teachers. I mean, they they would walk in there wearing their jeans like Michael Scott. In, oh in yeah. The office when he's like, she's like, he loves these jeans. <laughs> he he loves. I think it's because he likes the way his ass looks in the jeans. <laughs> and yeah, he's doing that little dance. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I never saw that uh, with our well, while we were there. But <laughs> yeah, we didn't have a whole lot of. Of male teachers, I feel like. Yeah. We had just a lot of... Yeah. A lot of what, Michael? 
Keep going. Uh, just like, you know, like... What did we have? We, but we had just a bunch of old ladies. Like, it was, like, gross, dude. <laughs> we didn't... <laughs> it's like, you don't want to see old... You know, you don't want to see that ass in jeans. <laughs> okay. You just don't. That's what I was referring to. I did. Well, we're all different. <laughs> Dude, jeans day. Oh, my God. Jeans day. Jeans day. Dude, kids don't wear jeans anymore. I don't even... At, at least dudes. Well, see, that's the thing. When I was growing up, a lot of times, I mean, a lot of dudes that I grew up with constantly wore basketball shorts or sweatpants and stuff. and. I was one of those kids. And I wore I wore a lot of sports stuff on those yeah. casual dress days. And and I was never day. that. I I can't wear sweatpants outside of the house. I'm just I, I'm not going to do it. I'm never, nobody wants to see that. I guarantee no, no nobody wants to see a man in sweatpants. I don't mind. Like I don't think nobody, anything. Nobody wants to unless, see an adult man in sweatpants. I don't think it's a big deal unless like if they're like very like. <laughs> <laughs> if they're like tight and you can see shit, then that's like, dude, why are you wearing those sweatpants, dude? Come on. That's that's what's in fashion. <laughs> take your take take your diaper ass home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every time I wear sweatpants and my brother sees me, like that's what he says to me. That's what my oldest brother says to me. He sees yeah. me wearing sweatpants. <laughs> what are you wearing? A diaper? No, that dude, that <laughs> you, one you guys know his voice. <laughs> what that tracks one hundred percent that he would not like you wearing sweatpants. He is the type of person. I guarantee you, he doesn't wear sweatpants outside of the house. Uh, well, just when he's walking the dogs, but that doesn't count. And But his sweatpants are different sweatpants. Yeah, they're probably they're like dressed, they're Banana dressed. Republic. No, 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 nice no not shit. even. Not, I, I, bet, I bet his sweatpants, the people that spend, that get the nice sweatpants, they're the ones that wear sweatpants to things that they shouldn't be wearing sweatpants to. Oh. Actually, now that I think about it, he does, it's all just Michigan State shit. I know, exactly. Exactly. All his real. That's like with all my entire family, though. True, truly successful people. Their their shitty, comfy clothes are like shitty. They don't they don't spend a lot of money on. Yeah. Like they're really. Well, nice. Why would you? Why would That's you spend true. super nice or like just a lot of money yep. on like super nice casual shit? I don't yeah. get that. Like for example, Steve Jobs's outfit that he wore daily was like. Uh, I mean, the shoes were the most expensive piece of that outfit, and they were like $120, those new balances. The rest of it were just like normal jeans and a black turtleneck. Common misconception about rich people. It's, it, I mean, not all of them are wearing bougie shit. Exactly. Know, like you're saying. Not everyone yeah. exactly. dressed in like Justin Bieber and shit like that. Uh, you know? Because they don't, they don't care. They, they have other they things care. on their mind. Mm-hmm. They, they know a few certain rules that they, they abide by, that they know how to look good. Like, think of how many rich dudes that own boats that can just w- throw on shorts and a t-shirt and, like, you know, they'll get the stereotype that they're a douchebag, sure. But, mm. frankly, that type of dress looks good. Like, if I were ever to be famous, I would imagine that I'd be dressing the same way that I do now. Adam Sandler. Exactly. Dude, Adam like, Sandler. Just, I would just rock a flannel and... Some khakis. That That's dude pretty much will how I never dress. give up basketball shorts, and I'm cool with it. Never. And you know what? He, he can because he has fuck you money. He doesn't care what people say. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Larry David is case in point of this. Granted, yeah. it, the stuff that he has 
Like, <laughs> looks nice. They talk about that in the show. Or when she I, was like, why aren't you dressed like an eighth grader? <laughs> They're going when to a party. party and she's yeah, like, and, and then, why are you dressing like an eighth grader? Dude? And then Je- and then Jeff shows up wearing a lime green undershirt. Yeah, like what is that? <laughs> and then, and then, that's not a problem. That's yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Then they're late great. to the surprise party and and blow it because they walk in at the same time as a uh, as the person. Well, why do you why do you have a gift? Oh well, we just we were driving by and we thought we'd get you a, a gift. A gift. <laughs> There's, there's a part. There's a there's surprise. party in there. It's there. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's that is the like same that. episode that we were just talking about with the NRDC money. Is it really? Yeah, that is the same. That is the same one. Full circle here. Because that's the dude whose dad is supposed to give him money. When yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it is. Dude, wow. that is great. Um, continuity, continuity. Seriously though, like that, that's <laughs> what, what we're talking do about. That show has very like amazing um, circumstances and situational humor that is there in Seinfeld as well. But for some reason, Curb is like, when I think of that, I, I know it's Curb. That's not like yeah. a generic thing or like a theme that I can think of. Like the situation Larry found himself. Exactly. It's, yep. it's more, it's more specific. It's more niche. Whereas Seinfeld, like you said earlier, is more every man. And it is um, a little bit vaguer so that people can attribute it to more situations, I feel like. It is more of just observational humor, whereas right. with Curb, it's, it's Larry's specific experiences and his observation during it. I mean, I love Seinfeld stand-up, so I don't see why I shouldn't do the whole thing. <laughs> oh, you're being serious. I love his stand-up. I think he's hilarious. Really? I, saw I do. Him live. I do. Yeah, like I saw him live back in the day. I thought it was hilarious. Really? That's really yeah, cool, I, dude. I, I just think whenever somebody has to kind of tiptoe around swear words, they put a little more not effort, but it's it's harder, you know, a little, a little bit more strategic. Really there. No, that that is legitimately a tip that you'll find from famous comedians is like try mm-hmm. doing sets without swearing. It's a lot harder. Like, yeah. It's like even even if your punchlines and stuff don't resort to it even if it's just like your general vibe and your your uh your personality like restricting that makes forces you to be more creative right um so yeah that's why is is his stand-up not very well renowned that's not true he's considered like i thought he's great one of the greats he is considered one of the greats but also like with the caveat that he's not all that funny Really, I never heard that second part. I know that, like, that's one of the biggest, like, biggest complaints that people have is that his stand-up is terrible compared to the show. Like, he he's regarded he's regarded as one of the greats because of the show and not because of the stand-up. I guess that is kind of I can see true. That. Yeah, yeah, that I can is see true. That. And, and and his stand-up is elevated because he has a segment of his stand-up in the beginning of every show and at the end. You know what? Honestly, when I saw his stand-up, it was basically all the clips at the beginning of a show wrapped into one big show. Yeah, like it's it's pretty mundane, like just white dad humor is what is what a lot of he gets knocked for. Like the, coincidence, I'm aspiring to be a dad that likes humor. <laughs> 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 well, right up your alley. Um, yeah, but no, there's the. Uh, <laughs> Ah, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. But yeah, basically it's, um, 
you know, there's there's that. Oh, like people, he's kind of outspoken about like PC humor and uh, or you know the anti um, or I, I guess like the PC brigade that is I guess perceived to exist by a lot of comedians and stuff, and so he's been kind of outspoken about that, and a lot of people are just like why dude like why you of all people your stuff isn't like edgy or biting or you don't have a dog in the fight or aggressive or offensive in any sort of way and you're just i mean you you are like the last person that people would expect (laughs) to be offending anybody like why are you talking about like so i mean there's that whole aspect of it once he became vocal about that people started looking at his comedy and was like i mean you're not that subversive. Right. I, I guess, I guess this is the biggest critique of him. Um, so yeah, makes sense. his legacy is definitely more in the show than it is in his actual standup. I can see that. That makes sense. Kind of the chicken and the egg became one. Mm-hmm. Same time. Yeah. Popular. Yep. Never I'm reading a book right now um, called Seinfeldia, uh, which is basically about just, the writing and creation of the universe and in jokes of Seinfeld. Uh, so a lot about Larry David, a lot of interviews and, and stuff like that with people close to the show. Is it like a autobiography or biography? Um, it's not a biography. It's like, is, did Larry and Jerry do it or is it somebody else? That no, it's somebody, it? it's somebody else. Um, cool. the, the tagline to it is how a show about nothing changed everything. Um, so basically it starts talking about like how the show came to be and then what, uh, uh, what kind of staying power it had after the first few episodes or few first few seasons. Um, and then going on to about like Larry David leaving, um, you know, the rest of that. And then all Dude, of the, that sounds uh, very interesting. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll read that. Then all of the cultural impact of, of the show afterwards, like the uh, the prologue is set to a minor league baseball game, actually, in New York, where they have a Seinfeld day. And apparently it's sold out like months in advance. But there were tons of things like in between the innings, like competitions that were themed on the show, uh, like an Elaine dancing competition, like who d- who can do the best. Just... Tiny Kixie Lane Give dance and one more W for minor league baseball. Come on. I mean, yeah, the names stuff like, like that. They're amazing. Stuff like that is amazing. Ugh. Um for the day they uh they rename <laughs> they renamed the park Vandalay Industries Park. <laughs> which is a, a famous fake name that uh that oh, they give I, in yeah. Seinfeld. So we used to when I played trivia with my friends at a bar. We used to get our asses kicked. We'd come in second every week. Yeah. Mandalay Industries. And it, was just, <laughs> it was older guys, and they yeah. fucking knew it all, man. Listen, men of a certain age that love Seinfeld also know a bunch of other pop culture shit. And, uh, and they're good at trivia. That's Yeah, man. That, that just is a truck. Is a thing. I believe it. So I was thinking of uh, Gothmog. And uh, Return of the King, he's the lieutenant, you know, the yeah. crippled dude. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, 
Yeah, uh, I was thinking about that, and I'm like thinking to myself, like, why did they choose him to <laughs> to be the lieutenant of the Morgul army? Because I mean, the guy can barely walk. He he doesn't. I mean, he he can barely walk. He he's clearly crippled, and he 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 only has use of one arm. And it, he can't be that agile. I mean, we did see him dodge that massive <laughs> rock. But I think that it was after just he like, told everybody else not to. Yeah, and he like he he did that as like you know a ploy to be like, hey, I I'm supposed to be here, and you know, and then I'm thinking to myself, well, it has to have just been some cruel, sick joke between the Witch King of Angmar and Sauron. Like that is funny, and you know, Jeff, let's get him out there. Yeah, let's get him out there, <laughs> and, then, and then we'll call him Gothbog. Yeah. Um, and I was oh just thinking God. like, or maybe it wasn't a cruel joke. Maybe Mordor Corporation is just the equal opportunity employer. And maybe this guy just worked really, <laughs> maybe this guy just worked really, really hard. I would argue that the Americans with Disabilities Act didn't come about until 1990. So maybe Tolkien inspired. Yeah. <laughs> I just think, oh I, just, I just think this goth mog or Jeff, whatever his name is. I just think he might have been like a really, really dedicated employee. And he just worked his ass off to get to that position. He got that retirement contract. Yeah, he did. He he did. I that's my theory. That's fucking amazing. That's fucking amazing. Yeah, dude. Mordor is an equal opportunity. Like, say what you will about the armies of Sauron, but he was an equal gave opportunity. He gave, <laughs> he gave he treated his people well. He he gave them a shot. He gives what's them. An ex, what's an exit interview after they lose? <laughs> what's an exit interview like? How'd it go? Please tell us how it went. Um, we had nothing but maggoty bread for three <laughs> stinking days. Yeah, why can't we have some meat? What about them? They're fresh. Apparently, this uh, this group of people wasn't bad. For days, um, we have a real HR issue on our hands. Yeah, like we're gonna. Um, so you're gonna. How do I get to your HR department? So you're gonna go to uh, Baradur, um, to six story, suite seven. Um, big you'll, light you'll, at the top. You'll big light at the top. You'll see Brandy's. You'll know. You'll know her. Uh, just uh, yeah, just go tell you have an appointment, and um, HR representatives representatives will be with you shortly. Oh, that's good. That's at like the that's at like the 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 Black Gates reception desk. Yes, so. the Black Gates reception desk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> These trolls are so loud. He's like, yeah. Like, how do you guys? How can you guys hear with these trolls? Like, first off, they're they're growling at each other, and they're they're opening a a four thousand ton metal door. Like it's so it's metal screeching. I can't hear myself think. I can you get these guys some water when they're not opening the gate? Yeah. It's like huge. what do you what, what kind of sweatshop do you guys have running around here? And like, uh, sir, we're actually we're actually an equal opportunity employer, and um, we provide workplace safety for all of our employees. Amazing. You want OSHA in here? You don't want OSHA in here. <laughs> it's like, and then they, they hand you like a, it's like their code of conduct. It's like this like burnt piece of paper. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's good shit. 
Yeah. This, That's this fucking is, amazing. This is my theory, and I, I, I hope it's true. I hope that was in the mind of J.R.R. Tolkien, and for some inexplicable reason, Christopher's, he's not, he wasn't into it. He just wanted to keep that quiet. He's like, I don't think that's the right move here for the... Dad was kind of crazy. Dad was kind of crazy. I mean, he's writing about elves and dwarves and these weird monsters, but they somehow had, they just somehow had, they had had integrity in the workplace. It's, it's, It's very strange. They were unionized. Yeah. Say what you will, but my God, Sauron kept a, what's the phrase, a tight ship? Is that a, is that the, you, you were the sailor? Yeah, no? he, he ran a tight, well, okay. Oh, yeah. Tight, yeah. So. We don't have to, we don't have to gatekeep here. You can run a tight ship even if you don't have a ship. Yeah, they didn't. Well, they did have some ships, but that was the Corsairs, I think. All right, boys, what do you think? Should we put a, should we put a stopper in this? This wine bottle. This I think so. I'd uh, I'd, if you guys want, we could stop this and keep chatting on Rocket League. But uh, I would be down with that. Want I said we do that. Want to play? I do. I wanna. I wanna have a. Uh, I'm gonna have a couple celebratory beverages of just straight orange juice, nothing else, no <laughs> vodka, and um, yeah, I'd like mm. to play some PlayStation with you too. Cool. Let's get off and do that. Well, hey, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, next week, uh, Matt's going to be hosting. Uh, we will see you then. Later. See ya. Thank you. Everyone.